Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we're going to discuss the astrological energies from September 21st until September 28th. As over this next week, we will see the sun enter Libra, the seventh sign of the zodiac. And we also have a lot of connections happening between Venus and Mercury. There is also a lot of good energy over this next week. So I was looking at these trans and I was noticing that there are numerous trines and conjunctions. So this is going to help us with decision making, focusing on priorities, getting to some understandings of what we're ready to do next, really also balancing our energy and feeling good, feeling strong about progress, next steps, what we're ready to take on and move forward, as well as potential synchronicities and things lining up that are supportive of what you need now. So we have a lovely week of energy ahead of us, and we will be discussing that in today's podcast. We also have the Libra new moon coming up on September 25th, and we'll be looking at the energy in that new moon cycle, as well as what it may be instigating or beginning for you that is quite important, especially in regards to balance choices and understanding what your needs are now. Now, as the sun finishes up its journey in Virgo, there's an important threshold that we pass over and pass through as the sun enters Libra. Virgo is the sixth sign of the zodiac, and in the sixth sign, there is a accumulation of energy around what you've learned about yourself in the current cycle that began back in March when the sun entered Aries. As the first six signs of the zodiac are about your personal energy. They're about the energies that you're understanding and learning about yourself, really going into more of who you are now in this particular phase of your journey. So Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, Leo, and Virgo are the first six signs of the zodiac that are about personal development, self-knowingness, and really focusing on your own internal energy field. Now, as the sun passes over the equinox and enters into Libra, the seventh sign of the zodiac, the energy moves through a portal that opens up connecting you to external energies outside of yourself, where Libra is the beginning of how you interact with others, how you take your energy out into the world, how you interact with people that you're first meeting, how you're interacting with others and exchanging energies how you are showing up in conversations, discussions, and these various forms of energy exchange that transition the focus from only your internal world and open us up to the external world and other people's energies. So this is important to understand because the sun is at the halfway point through the full zodiac and it is a turning point. Again, it is a threshold that we pass through 
And this is important to be conscious of, to be aware of, where now you could feel that there's bigger themes rising around how you share with people, how you interact, how you collaborate, how you cooperate, how you negotiate. These are all Libra keywords. And so these become highlights of our interaction. And in fact, there could even be a sense of more people showing up or more conversations, more of these energy exchanges as the sun is in Libra. But before the sun moves into Libra, there can be this sense of tidying things up as the sun completes its journey through Virgo. A sense of, okay, what do I need to take care of? What is still important? What tasks are ahead of me? What also are you harvesting? What is coming up or coming through as a demonstration of your energetic intentions? And in fact, the energy of harvest is a strong Virgo keyword, especially when it's applied to the seasonal cycle of energies that we move through, where in Aries, so back in March and April, that's where seeds were planted. And then through the six-month cycle from Aries to Virgo is when those seeds become more firmly rooted and planted into the earth. Then they start to grow and develop through nourishment. They start to blossom into fruits and vegetables. And then in Virgo season is when we literally harvest what has been planted. And so, of course, this can apply directly to the agricultural cycle here in the Northern Hemisphere, but it's understanding how the energies are meant to grow and develop. So Virgo is about harvesting. What is coming up for you? What is being demonstrated that you have been working on or working through? That could be one way to assess the Virgo energies in your chart. And then when you think about after harvesting, after picking the corn or picking the strawberries or whatever has been growing in your field, so to speak, you then take the harvest to market. And that is Libra, where you take it to a farmer's market. You take it to a store. You take it out into the world to sell, to barter, to exchange with others. And that is highlighted in these Libra energies. So that's what's important to be aware of as we move through this week. We also are going to have the equinox, which will occur on September 22nd at 9.03 p.m. That's Eastern Time. So it could be, of course, September 23rd for you, depending on where you're located on the planet. But as we enter into the Libra equinox, it is an energy point of balance as we experience equal times of night, equal times of daylight, equal energies across a full 24-hour period. And there's also a stillness with this equinox. There is a stillness of energy that can help you with understanding where something is out of balance or where maybe you've been ready to take a break, take a pause, just be in that stillness, which can also feel very peaceful. 
And that could be a beautiful intention for the Libra Equinox is focusing on the frequency of peace within you and where you can amplify that need for peace, where you can rest or relax into that energy of internal harmony. The zero degree point of Libra also opens up new potentials, new developments, new possibilities that are in direct alignment with what you need that perhaps has been out of balance. So this would be a period of time, again, September 22nd and September 23rd, to be aware of what your energy needs to be in balance and what does that mean to you. What does that feel like? What does that look like? Now, also this year, because we're moving through Mercury retrograde at this time, we also have the Sun and Mercury retrograde conjunct at zero degrees of Libra on September 22nd and 23rd. So even though we're moving into this Libra season, we're also balancing the mind, recalibrating our mental energies and looking at where you can be more objective with this conjunction. This is a focus on not only the sun in Libra energies, but the interaction with Mercury retrograde directly means that we're reviewing possible decisions, reviewing choices we can make, perhaps objectively looking at something in a new way and literally in a new light. And when you think of the sun as being those very powerful solar rays of light now shining on this Mercury retrograde in Libra, there could be new insights, new offers, new potentials, new choices that you are considering. And because Mercury is retrograde, it is more about contemplation. It's more about sitting with something, weighing the pros and cons, weighing the options, weighing what those choices might be. But the sun brings in a rejuvenation of understanding. And that's why I'm feeling like this particular Libra equinox energy has more to it that we are understanding. We're seeing things in a new light. And again, you could be looking at various choices or decisions that are in front of you and understanding more of what is best for you, what is true for you now, because the sun's power is asking you to connect these choices to your best and highest good. Connect your next steps, your next choices to your own light. Meaning, what warms you up? What excites you? What gives you energy? What gives you life? What is a life-giving decision or a life-giving choice? And that is something that will invigorate you. So I feel like this is a week where we're understanding that, sure, we have choices, we have options, and yet what is the best and highest that raises your own energy and gives you a sense of new possibilities and even maybe a new direction or a new opening that you weren't ready for previously. 
And because Mercury is retrograde, you could feel like you just need a bit more time to sit with it. You're thinking it through, looking at both sides of the equation, looking at maybe how different decisions or options would affect various people involved because that is also Libra where you consider the other person's perspective or how would this land. And again, you might not have that deep knowingness. You might not have clarity on that, but it brings up that level of consideration. Then we're going to have Mercury re-enter Virgo on September 23rd. So after this exact conjunction with the sun, which has just entered Libra, Mercury re-enters Virgo. And again, this goes back into your internal energy, as I described earlier, where Mercury re-enters Virgo, a sign that is one of his strengths, that is one of his home turfs. And there are going to be new things to sit with, review, check out, investigate, details to go over, What are the particulars involved? So basically, this Mercury goes back into his own energy to sit with his choices, to understand what could come about or what's important to be aware of. So this could be a retraction in energy. Let's say with Mercury retrograde in Libra, there were decisions that you were thinking about, choices and options you've been weighing. And now as Mercury goes back into Virgo, you have made a choice or there's something that's become clearer to you. And now you're looking at the particulars of what you have to do to make that real. And every time a planet is in an earth sign, we bring the energy back into our physical reality. So Mercury in Libra being an air sign about conversations, things you've been discussing, you know, the whole mental process and perhaps even opening up new ideas, new options. Now with Mercury re-entering Virgo, this is a reality check. How is this going to happen in the physical world? What are the limitations? What are the boundaries? And in Virgo, we go into the details and the minutia, the uh, analyzing the particulars. So there's something here where we're being gifted with an opportunity to look at what we truly want to manifest in the physical world and to be aware of how there are other things we need to consider when doing so and to basically have our feet on the ground about how it will look or how it will operate in our own reality. Mercury re-entering Virgo can also return you to details you overlooked previously, things that you didn't catch. It's kind of about editing, right? Where you're editing something and you edit it a few times. You're like, oh, wow, I overlooked that in the first version or, oh, I can't believe I missed that detail. So there is a re-editing phase that we're entering. And again, Mercury is strong in Virgo, so this can support you in anything that you did overlook or you want to do again. And you're like, I could do that better. I could make improvements here. And that would be one of the best ways, in fact, to work with Mercury re-entering Virgo is to look at the new solutions, new opportunities and improvements that you can make now and you have time to do so. 
Now we also have Venus in Virgo this week. In fact, it's her last week in Virgo until she enters Libra on September 29th. Venus in Virgo is very much about what needs to be taken care of, what can be worked on, how she can be productive, how she can contribute and do something that matters. And over this next week, she interacts with Neptune, with Pluto, and also with Mercury. So we have an active Venus, and she is in fact more important right now because she is the ruler of the sun in Libra. So the sun in Libra, Libra is ruled by Venus. This adds prominence to Venus's energy, but she's in Virgo, which is not a sign that she's the strongest in. So what's interesting about this transition of the sun entering Libra is that the sun is very much about those relationship energies, but no other planet is. Basically, the sun in Libra is the only energy focused on the sharing, collaborating, working with others, but all the other planets are currently focused on other matters. So getting back to this Venus and Virgo, she's looking at what needs to be taken care of, what has a deadline, what needs to be pushed through to the finish line. She is focused on what's in front of her at her desk and she wants to get things done. So she's going to have an opposition to Neptune retrograde in Pisces at 23 degrees. This happens on September 24th. And this is where the Venus and Virgo energy is going to make some decisions. She's going to be clear in what's leaving, which is Neptune and Pisces, in what she can't manage. She can't take care of it. In fact, she doesn't even want it on her desk anymore. So Venus opposing Neptune can be an energy of, I'm done with this, I don't want this, take this away. You could have a clear decision around what you don't want to deal with anymore. And you could basically seeing it as an offering to Neptune and Pisces. Here, take this away, dissolve this, transmute this, I'm done with this. And that's because Venus and Virgo can be quite decisive. She can be all in or all out. And I think that this opposition is going to show you what has run its course, where you're tired, and where you just want it to disappear. And that could even be something that you're feeling in yourself, where there's things that you just don't want to haggle over, or you don't want to invest any more energy in it. Then the next day, we have the Libra new moon, which is also when Venus in Virgo trines Pluto retrograde in Capricorn at 26 degrees. This happens, in fact, later in the day, and it goes into September 26. So on September 25th, we have this Libra new moon occurring at nearly three degrees of Libra. And as I mentioned, the sun and now the moon are the only two planets in relationship signs. All the other planets are focused on something else. They're taking care of business. They're working on themselves. They're over here doing their thing. So even though we're entering Libra season, there is not a strong focus yet on relationship energies. 
That will actually change more towards the end of September when Venus enters her home sign of Libra. But until then, there's something about this Libra new moon that goes back to what I was saying about balancing your energy, finding internal harmony, focusing on peace and resolution within yourself. There could be a sense of, I'm really needing closure or peace on something. There's some kind of energy that maybe feels unfinished, or you're looking to balance it objectively. You're looking to understand maybe what someone else is thinking or what they're saying or what is happening that is best for you to find that internal equilibrium. So this is a Libra new moon that I feel is more about our individual energy fields being balanced. And that, in fact, is supporting us then in going out into the world and sharing our energy with even more people, more relationships, more connections, and looking at what is true for you now. And I know that's something I've been repeating throughout this year and last year and the year before because so much of our energy at this time is in fact more precious. Do you know what I mean? It kind of feels like we're more aware of where our energy goes outside of us. We're no longer on autopilot. And in Libra season, We need to be aware of the agreements we're making with others, the energetic exchanges, the energetic agreements. How am I interacting with others? And is it worth my time? Is it worth my energy? Does this even matter to me anymore? And that could be something that you are realizing or sitting with during this Libra new moon. You're just in this place of, What is important to me? What does matter? And what relationships and connections reinforce that? What relationships reflect back to me my own personal value? People who truly see me, who understand me, who want to get to know me. Because with Libra, there is the need for mutual interactions. And at this time, especially during the Libra new moon, you could see what is out of balance, what has been one-sided, what has not been reciprocal. You could have an understanding of, okay, you know, this person, let's say it's somebody at work, you know, a coworker or someone you're working with, uh, their energy is at capacity. That's why they don't get back to you. Or that's why you always have to reach out and check in or see how things are going. And it's not mutual. And that could be legitimate in certain business interactions where you do have to check in. You do have to see, are we on track? How are things going on your side? You know, there can be that element of what are you managing with other people? But when you then apply the energy to your personal world, your friendships, your siblings, your parents, partners, a spouse, someone you're dating, whomever it may be, you're evaluating it based on is this equal? Is this person showing up the way that I'm showing up? Are we on the same page? And those could be things that you are assessing and looking at during the Libra new moon. And I feel like these are themes that gain in energy and importance as we move further into October. And so every new moon is the beginning of a new cycle and the closing out of a previous cycle. And because this energy is actually more internal at this time, there could be things that you're just becoming aware of 
around relationship dynamics, around certain interactions, collaborations, exchanges in your life. I feel like this could be a Libra new moon where you understand what is worth your energy, right? Because it's a valuing of your own energy with others who equally value it. And so there could be a sense of, oh yeah, this isn't really working for me. This other person isn't showing up. They're not really treating my time with respect. They're not really coming through. It's not mutual. I'm investing more. And that is an important word whenever we look at Venus, because Venus is about where are you investing your energy? And so Venus is the ruler, as I said, of the sun in Libra, but she's still in Virgo. So she's invested in what she needs to take care of and what her priorities are more so than what maybe she could do socially or how she could interact with people. So this is an interesting Libra new moon because again, it doesn't feel like it has a ton of relationship energy around it, which is what we commonly associate with Libra. In fact, it's more about this internal assessment of what you need in your life to feel in balance and to feel that the energy exchange is fair and mutual. Right after the Libra new moon, we have Mercury retrograde conjunct Venus in Virgo, and they are conjunct at 26 degrees. And this is also when they both will trine Pluto retrograde in Capricorn. So we actually have a good three days of Venus and Mercury working with Pluto in Capricorn as we have Venus make an exact trine and then Mercury makes an exact trine to Pluto in Capricorn, September 27th. So September 25th, 26th, 27th, during this Libra new moon phase, Mercury and Venus are conjunct in Virgo, trining Pluto. This is understanding a bigger truth. This is something supportive. This is a powerful realization around relationship dynamics in your world. This is where you could see things for what they are not what you want them to be, not what you think they should be, not what the ideal is. This is a reality check around relationship patterns, habits, routines that I feel is more about you, okay? Because these energies are in Virgo. So this is a personal assessment of your own relationship dynamics and even maybe perhaps various trends throughout your life or even relationship themes from the past few years or for wherever you're at, but the trine to Pluto brings in some kind of truth. And it's a truth that you're meant to see in a whole new way. It's a truth that changes us. And Pluto wants us to evolve. And because Pluto is working with both Venus and Mercury, it could be something that is said to you or that you read or you hear. It could be a message that comes through that you can't ignore. There's something about this energy signature that we're meant to truly hear and then fully integrate. Powerful, thoughtful consideration can lead to breakthroughs, higher understandings, deeper answers about your own energy, 
So this is what's quite fascinating, again, is that yes, we're entering Libra season, but so much of the energy signature is still focused on what you're understanding about who you are now, and most importantly, what you're willing to do differently going forward. Because that's also part of this trying to Pluto and the evolutionary energy of it, where you can say, okay, what am I willing to shift, evolve, change, see in a new light and do in a different way? Because it more accurately reflects and is in alignment with who I am now. So this is where we really make some serious applications in what we want. Meaning we walk our talk. The rubber hits the road. These are the earth signs. These are about your physical world, your physical reality. The changes you're ready to activate and put energy behind. So there's big self-awareness here. Again, it can be a powerful truth or understanding, and it's meant to guide you forward. It's meant to be something that you take forward and you truly honor in yourself as well as part of your overall soul growth in this lifetime. It is that big. And keep in mind, this can also be the awareness of what you're no longer going to participate in, what you're no longer going to do, what you don't put energy towards either. So there's like this turnover or this switch over from one way of understanding or seeing something into another higher demonstration of your own behavior, thoughts, words, choices, basically how you show up in the world and how that is ready to evolve at this time based on the self-understandings that you're having. Now, also on September 27th, we have Mars in Gemini trining Saturn retrograde in Aquarius at 19 degrees. This is another positive energy and it happens to coincide when Mercury retrograde in Virgo is trying Pluto retrograde in Capricorn, like we've been talking about. So now we have Mars trining an outer planet, Saturn, in the air signs. And this is where something can be stabilized, cemented. This is a good day for important conversations, for understanding what matters, what you need to get off your chest or express, what you need to say and put action towards. Mars and Gemini trining Saturn also demonstrates clarity in intentions, where you're very clear on what you want to do next since Mars is the action sign. And Mars in Gemini is basically putting action behind your words. So you have an idea, there's something you want, you go for it. And with the trying to Saturn, there's a sense here of what is mature, responsible, clear. Again, something even that is a commitment where you're signing a contract. Now I know that Mercury is still retrograde, but when I look at the energy here of September 27th, Mercury in Virgo trining Pluto, the retrograde energies are still giving you some forward motion here, where there's something about September 27th that could be a day of powerful communications, an answer coming through or something coming back around. There could be some kind of meaningful conversation, discussion, follow-up, anything that's even been pushed to the sidelines or maybe it hasn't been front and center, 
this is a really good day. Like this is really good energy here, September 27th, where something takes shape, it takes form, uh, there's solutions, there's things moving forward. So keep in mind that even though we are in this retrograde season, there is a lot that's still happening and connecting. And as I said at the start of the show, the energy over this next week feels really good. You could feel like you have some breakthroughs. You could feel like things are lining up or coming through, especially anything that was delayed or there was a setback or you came across something and thought, why isn't this connecting? Or even if it's felt like something has been trying to come in or come through, maybe this is the week where it does. And in fact, I have a beautiful manifestation story that I want to share with you here in just a few minutes about something that was delayed but then showed up in the most perfect way. That's another way to understand these retrograde energies is that if there's something that you quote unquote missed or it didn't happen earlier or it felt like it should have come through or why did this fall apart? Why is this no longer working? The retrogrades can show you perhaps what needs to be fixed, altered, shifted, changed. It also can show you where maybe the timing was off in a way that you don't fully understand until you look back on hindsight. So the retrogrades are working with us to support us in catching up with ourselves, in allowing things to get figured out and worked out, as well as giving us time to catch up with ourselves, to come back into our energy into our bodies if we've put too much outside of ourselves, if we've been overly focused on something that's taken us out of alignment, etc., etc. So the retrogrades that we're still in are supporting us in understanding what really matters, what is still a true priority, and what is something that you're still trusting and believing in, even if it's not quite here yet, but maybe you sense it getting closer. I know I mentioned on a previous podcast how there have been delays this year or what we perceive as delays in at least our human perspective. In the higher timelines, in divine timing, nothing is ever delayed. It's always perfectly timed. But I feel like these ongoing Pisces energies that we've been working with have been requiring us to keep going deeper into the ocean of our energy, to keep going in to even the riptides. And that's because Pisces is about the ocean. And we've had strong Pisces energy when we had Jupiter and Neptune in Pisces together earlier this year. We just had a very powerful Pisces full moon earlier in September, and we're going to have Jupiter re-enter Pisces the end of October, where it will stay for nearly two months before re-entering Aries. So the universe is absolutely working in divine timing, but it could feel that things have been pushed back or again the riptides like those riptides that can pull you under and take you into places that you thought you had cleared out or you thought you had worked through well here comes these Pisces energies that want us to go deeper to see more of what we're ready to release and to ensure that our energy is crystal clear 
that there's things that we've truly let go of, we've truly cleared out so that the new can come in and stay, so that the new isn't something you have to do additional work around or with or in. Because you know how there's times when we can manifest something and it comes in and then we realize, oh, I still got to do some work around my own self-worth related to this, or I need to be more aware of my emotions, or maybe you're ego flares up or something happens. But this energy that we've been working with that is the strong Pisces energy signature here in 2022 is asking us to keep getting clearer, get clearer, get purer, get into more of that crystalline energy that is a very strong frequency and strong vibration that will allow you to receive and call in something that also reflects that same frequency and purity. So if you have felt that there have been delays or that you know your next step is showing up or it's coming through, just keep trusting, keep going into that deep, deep, powerful connection with the universe that you are seen. God heard you the first time. The divine heard you the first time. It understands what you want. And the more that you can dig into trusting these energy flows, perhaps the better the manifestation will be and the better the reward will be. And that's where I have a story for you here about a friend of mine who has been searching for a place to call her own, a home and a property that connects to her heart, that fulfills her next dream that she wants to build. And in her astrology chart, she has had very positive developments for manifesting this new home base. And she's had a Jupiter return. She's had beneficial energies from Saturn in Aquarius providing stability. And she's had some other transits that basically said this is the time to find your house, to find this place that you can call your own. And the energy was strongest in July and August. So in July and August, she was touring different houses, looking at various properties, and nothing was a full yes. Nothing really connected. Some things didn't have everything she needed. If you've ever looked for houses or properties, you can relate to there's a certain part of your list you don't want to compromise on. Yes, there's things that you do have to compromise on, but there were things that it just didn't feel right. So we're looking at her astrology and I'm looking at this energy in her chart that seems to be a clear yes. And it's like the astrology says this is your time to find a home, to really secure the home base. Like the finances look good. The timing is coming together. Like where is it? Where is your house? And it did not show up in July or August. And it's a disappointment, of course, when you have certain expectations and things that you want to bring in. And so she kept going on her path, right? And then in September, this month, during the retrogrades, the house showed up. The retrogrades brought the property and the house back around. And we were thinking about how maybe it was the owner, the current owner, who was delayed in listing the property. And in fact, that's what happened. The current owner was 
preparing the house to go on the market back in August, but decided there was another project he wanted to undertake before listing it. So he redid the siding on the house, which is a huge project, a huge endeavor but ultimately made the house better. So it went on the market here in September during the retrogrades that essentially brought the property back around for her to connect with. And it was such a clear, solid yes. It was exactly what she was looking for, exactly what she wanted. She didn't have to compromise on much. In fact, the price was even better than what she was expecting. She was able to put in an offer without a lot of competition or ongoing negotiations. And so the deal happened. The house showed up. And in the astrology, as I said, we thought it would show up in July or August, but it ended up coming through in September during all these retrogrades. And then it made sense. Then it made sense why it was delayed since the current owner wanted to do one more project before putting it on the market. And this is a way too of noticing the divine timing of it all. So understand that even when we have these perceived delays or we can question or doubt or be in confusion What's going on here? Where is it? What is happening? There's always a reason and chances are it will make sense in hindsight or it's possible you'll never know the clear reason. You'll never know why it was quote unquote delayed or why something didn't show up exactly when you thought it would. But the astrology highlights the themes, the timing, also the potentials and how to keep trusting. So know that even if it doesn't show up exactly when you thought it would, so for example, it didn't show up in July and August, but it was still on its way. It still came through, and in fact, it came through in an even better way because of the perceived delays. So this is why we have to keep practicing faith and giving ourselves those mental messages because our minds can run away with fear or doubt. Our minds can conjure up stories or create scenarios that aren't real. So we have to keep our mind in check and we have to stay aware of the fears that come up when we're in the waiting room or what is happening within your own energy as you are waiting for something to come through or the next step to be evident or whatever it might be. When you're sitting in that waiting room, your energy is still speaking to you. What is it saying? What is your energy telling you? What is your mind telling you? What is the ego telling you? What is your heart telling you? What are you really feeling that you need to accept or be honest with yourself about? These are important things to understand about your own energy because regardless of anything that's going on, you are always listening to your own energy whether you realize it or not, whether it's conscious or not. So what is your energy saying? And is it what you want to believe? Is it still your truth? Is it something that reflects where you're at? Or are you ready to do some deeper reprogramming and reframing of those beliefs, those messages, those feelings, those patterns? Because this is also a beautiful time to be aware of those messages that you're feeling internally. 
So overall this week, September 21st until September 28th, we have very beautiful energies that can help with manifestation, next steps, clarity, understanding some things about yourself, and also looking at how you're ready to change parts of your own physical reality. And that's because we have strong earth sign energy and we also have strong air sign energy. So earth and air are the energies that we're really focused on right now. And these are about how our thoughts create our reality and what is that revealing to you? What is that showing to you? And again, you may have some very interesting insights during the Libra new moon on September 25th, happening at three degrees of Libra. I have a video for you on YouTube that goes through the chart of this particular new moon. And it's interesting because as we discussed, yes, it is entering into Libra, the first relationship sign of the zodiac, but there's also this focus on what's happening within you internally. So this is where we're going to be beautifully supported going forward when we're very honest with ourselves around certain parts of our lives and certain parts of our energies that relate to other people. And so speaking of relating to other people, just a reminder that our Awakening Astrology Retreat is coming up in Berkeley, California. It is happening October 7th, 8th, and 9th. I'm so excited to meet you. I know that there's many of you that I recognize your names, and I'm so excited to meet you in person. And we do have three spots left before we're at capacity. So if you'd like to join us, please check out all the information. I'll put it below the podcast. It is an astrology event like nothing you've experienced before. We are doing things that nobody else is doing to help you claim your sovereign energy. There's deep embodiment and transformation going on. And in fact, the effects of the retreat are ongoing afterwards. So many of you who came to the event in Florida and also the online experience talked about how you're still feeling the changes. And that's so incredible that you were able to go that deep for yourself. So it's coming up in October. Hope you can join us in California. And then also a reminder that there's another event towards the end of October, October 28th, 29th, 30th, 31st in Scottsdale, Arizona, where I will be teaching two astrology workshops in person which I'm looking forward to because that means I get to go around and answer your questions and look at your chart and give you an answer right away. And this event also features Matt Kahn, Michael Beckwith, Lisa Williams, Neil Donald Walsh, and others in the spiritual field who have different messages, teachings, and information to share. So it's a powerhouse weekend experience, and I hope you can join us. Again, that's called Celebrate Your Life, and I'll put that link below this podcast as well. So wishing you a beautiful Libra new moon. I hope this next week has wonderful energies for you that support you with next steps and moving forward, as well as a feeling of trust in yourself and trust with the universe and how things are lining up for you. You can find out more about me over at mollymccord.online, and I'm also on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. 
So I'll see you back here soon as I have a new podcast episode for you every Monday and Wednesday. And I look forward to continuing our ongoing astrology discussion. I'll see you back here soon.